so many young girls who are too fearful of being called names to speak up about this issue. Girls deserve the clear message that they deserve boundaries around their bodies. How many young girls have to be, get raped or assaulted before you start protecting them? One, two, to simply live in a state of hoping so, uh, something doesn't happen is the equivalent of turning a blind eye. Moving away does not change reality. Girls are below the age of consent, thus they cannot consent to this, boys being in the changing room. They require the adults in the room uh, to stand up and ensure they are safe and protected. Our foremothers fought for single-sex spaces for the safety of our bodies, not to have places to display our special girl identities. We have single-sex spaces because bodies matter. Pronouns do not in any way alter anyone's perception or influence what we already know to be facts. Words have meaning. Name, naming things accurately matter. We don't allow boys and girls spaces based on a self-declaration. For example, since Target had their inclusive policy, keeping Tom incidents have gone up 190%. When you relax safeguarding, you open the door to any predator who wants to come in. Girls deserve boundaries. Adults need to stand up for safeguarding. Just this month in Brazil, a boy beat up a girl who said she doesn't feel comfortable with him in her sex-designated restroom. He decided to beat her, pulled her by her hair, throwing her to the floor, thrashing and kicking her repeatedly. What is that? Oh, whatever. Uh, girls deserve boundaries. Adults need to stand up for safeguarding. Thank you. How's it going? This is Lindsay, your host of Life Through a Distorted Lens. Welcome. I'm so glad you joined me today. Oh, today is a slam-packed day. I had taken a lesson with my husband at the local gun range that was from 10 to noon. Um, intro to handguns, and it was highly amazing. And the instructor was actually hilarious and definitely cracked an Alec Baldwin joke. And it was just really funny and really informative and was amazing. So that was a blast. But this evening, I will be headed to a local high school. Um, I'm going to be specific here, because why not? Round Rock High School, they think they should absolutely be called out, because they are allowing boys into girls' private rooms and ignoring concerns. Uh, this is an article I'll be, re I'll be reading from, from November 9th, 2021, which was uh, almost 10 days ago, actually. So I got connected to this uh, event, this literally, I'm, I, I'm being inaugurated into, uh, I think that's the right word, inaugurated, inducted into the Hall of Fame of, of uh, domestic terrorists. Yay! Round of applause. Oh, thank you, thank you. Because apparently, if you're, con if you're a con concerned parent, you are a considered uh, domestic terrorist, which is wild and insanity and just WTF, okay? I'll get to more on that later, but uh, in terms of the domestic terrorist thing. So I got connected to this event uh, from Save Beth Stelzer from Save Women Sports. A woman had reached out to her and was like, help, we're desperate. We don't want our high school to become the next Loudoun County incident. Um, my good friend Amy connected me to Beth again. And honestly, I haven't done the fight for women and girls since I don't know how many months because it it really got to me mentally and was exhausting day in and day out fighting trannies online and 
just dealing with uh, opposing forces every day. I'm not saying I'm a weak bitch or anything, but it just was really, it really got to me. And I almost cringed kind of getting back into this because I know the only reason why I say that is because it really does affect me a lot. Just by me starting to read this uh, texasscorecard.com article about this going down, of which I'm not new to this. I know that this is happening all around America. I cannot believe it's happening in Texas, but I literally had to step away from reading this article because it was so unbelievably tough to read. I'm going to skim through it because it's quite the long article. Um, yeah, safe in suburban central Texas city of Round Rock, a group of parents, staff, and students are raising red flags over the potentially dangerous environment at their local schools. And so far, district officials have only disregarded them. Uh, boys are being permitted into the girls' locker rooms. Two high school students, um, told this Texas scorecard article, or excuse me, website, which is, uh, their headline says, someone's always keeping score. We think it ought to be the citizens. You know, this girl said, um, I literally quote, I became aware of it about a month ago when I was getting dressed for school in the locker room out of my sweaty gym clothes and I had just taken my shirt off when I noticed someone who looked like a lot like a dude standing there using the sink and stuff. And I got really scared because I didn't know what I didn't know that they were a biological male. So I quickly put my shirt back on and I immediately left with all my stuff. What's interesting is I girls and women's first, you know, innate biological, human, animalistic instinct will never fail you. And this girl was like, I wasn't sure if it was biological male or a male. I hate using the word biological male, by the way. This article says it a lot, but I refuse to because we don't need any word prefacing male or female because males are males and females are females. And I refuse to do this freaking language game where I say biological because I'm not shifting reality like that. You know, trans woman, trans man. I'm not doing that shit because, first of all, half the people don't even know what the hell a trans woman is. Nor am I going to use the word, the nomenclature woman for a fucking man who has a penis. Or if you, you know, I don't even care if you had an inverted penis and you're gay and you don't even like women. I still don't want you in my space because, I don't know, men are stronger. And, I mean, if you're that mentally challenged that you think you're a woman, I literally, I don't feel safe around those people in general anyway. Uh, so, let me read, go on with this. Uh, another girl said a similar story. I remember I was going into the locker room and I was getting changed when out in the open, I saw an individual walk in who I knew was a male. They said biological male in this article. I'm like, whatever. I'm just, I love how I'm like, I'm not going to say it, but I guess I do need to accurately quote it. But she said, who I knew, who I know is biological male. It just kind of really caught me by surprise, caught me off guard. So I just quickly got dressed and just got out really quickly. Um, here's what absolutely killed me. So she said, I didn't actually know what I was thinking in that moment. My first thought was, oh my gosh, what just happened? What did I just see? And then my second thought that came immediately after that was, wait, why am I even disturbed by this? Because I've been told it's normal. This is one of those things that I certainly why I had to step back from reading this because this girl is living in a society in a world, this girl's anyway, um, where I'm trying to make a joke about that phrase because it sounds funny. Anyway, um, I have too many movies running in my head throughout all the day. Um, this isn't funny at all, so I don't know why I was trying to do that. And, um, just because it's so, it's so crazy. Girls are being, the society around them is gaslighting them, you know, lying to them about the reality of a situation to the point where she was trying to override her initial instinctual reaction of, oh my God, that's a man. And that's a predator. Like men are predators. It's predator. All right. Like literal animalistic instincts going off here. And yet she still had, you know, it was telling herself, why am I even disturbed by this? Because I've been told it's normal. 
It's not normal, first off, let me tell you, and you should be disturbed by this. I'm disturbed that she is trying to ask herself, why should I be disturbed by this? I'm told it's normal. No, it's fucking not. This is not a normal society. And when men, men pretend to be women, when men can dominate, are stronger, more powerful, can annihilate your ass, beat your ass, um, I don't know, like get a get off because it's a fucking fetish anyway. Like who, what young boy who has hormones surging in high school would not take advantage of this? All you have to do is be like, I'm a woman. And I, I don't even, actually, I don't think you have to say that at all. You can just be like, uh, walk in and do nothing, not even present as a woman. Because by the way, you don't even, as if that would convince anyone. Actually, you know what? It's really dumb. It does convince a lot of people. Like the whole Blair White scenario makes me absolutely ill. Like so many people call him her and call him she and, you know, pretend like that's a woman. And I'm like, I don't care how well you perform, you know, ultra femininity and stereotypes, you know, fake bolt on tits. He always has his hair covered, like, um, to cover up his broad ass shoulders, male shoulders. Um, there was this whole chat with like Joe Rogan, Alex Jones, and, and for some reason Blair was there, I guess, cause he's a conservative dude. Um, it was a good talk, but frequently throughout that podcast, which it was done by a uh, Tim pool, um, Blair's sitting there with his legs crossed and his hand positioned in a way that it's obviously covering up his dick. It's just so obvious. This guy is like, Oh no, I don't want anyone to see my bulging package. It was, first of all, I've never seen a woman sit like that. It was so bizarre. He has fake press on nails. Uh, I don't know. He always wears skanky clothing to be like, look at my fake tits. Aren't you? Don't you? It's just incredible how many men fawn over this other man. And I'm like, you're not a, you're not a woman. Like, I don't care how well you can perform it. You're a fucking man and you will never be a woman. That is literally, I'm not even, I'm not being mean here. It's the literal reality of, of reality. So I'm going to continue reading this infuriating article because the principal of this high school is a grade A piece of shit who is completely complicit knowing that uh, this will pan out to be another Loudoun County. This isn't an, an, a, uh, oh, maybe it'll happen or, oh, we hope it doesn't happen, which is totally his stance. But it's just so stupid to me. Um, uh, the girls were saying that I, she, they felt relief to be able to hear that from another individual who's my age. You know, being like, has anyone experienced this? I don't know how to feel about this. Other girl's like, no, I feel you, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, she gets, conf uh, not confused, but felt worse about it because she knows that she's not the one feeling, not the only one feeling this reaction. Um, so she realized she had to take some sort of action to do something. The girls also emphasize that the problem was not those particular male students struggling with their biological identity. Really? I love how the people assume that they're struggling with their biological identity. Like, I mean, obviously, in, in most cases, it is that because they've been uh, brainwashed and manipulated to, to believe lies from everywhere in society. Teachers, doctors, parents, Sesame Street, I don't know, you name it. The whole world around them is like, this is real. Yes, we affirm you. And if we don't, we're bigots. We're bad people. Um, uh, let's see. Are there any protections? Uh, no, let's see. So there was this whole conversation between a mother and the principal, uh, meeting with the principal. Let's see here. She said, um, oh, I'm sorry. Let's see. She said, da, da, da. they confirmed that they will allow anyone inside any private room, including boys inside the girls' dressing rooms. That is what I've been told from the legal department, that every student is permitted to use a restroom if they choose to, the principal said. This woman said, her name's Julie, apparently. So this policy comes from legal? And the principal said, mm-hmm. 
later on, Julie asked, who in the district is creating the policy? She said, so does legal have a policy in place? Principal says, no, there's no policy in place. The policy is this. Every one student at a time, every situation one at a time. And if the students chooses to use the restroom of their choice, they're going to be allowed to use that restroom. The principal then suggested if they wanted to feel safer, the biological female students could make their own adjustments. He said they could go to a different locker room, change in a bathroom stall, go home, or even change inside a pop-up, pop-up tent in the bathroom. I'm going to lean away from the microphone. I'm not going to scream, but you can imagine me screaming. I'm like, girls and boys have how much time, number one, to change in a locker room before, uh, you know, PE, physical education, whatever they do. Uh, you think a girl or has 10 minutes, I mean, has like any amount of time to like uh, drive home, have their mom come pick them up, call them, go home, change at home? Off school grounds? Is that even a... It's just... And then come back? Are you out of your fucking... You know, I know that, like, this is... I shouldn't be cussing because it's not palatable for a lot of people and some... Whatever, you know. But I'm just like, this is so absurd. And I... I like to cuss uh, because it obviously displays how pissed off I am. Because by me saying, are you absurd? Are you insane? Just doesn't feel like enough. And I don't know. I know it's not a great thing to cuss, but... I think at this point, if you're listening to my podcast, you understand how I am, but how insane. And then also, like, how fucking retarded is this? Or they could even change inside a pop-up tent in the bathroom. My good friend Ellen made a great point of, like, the fact that he's saying that they should change in a pop-up tent in the bathroom is the fact, I mean, he's admitting, this principal is admitting that it's a problem and that girls want to hide from men. Boys, excuse me, I'm I'm used to calling it women and, and men, but these are obviously, like, under age, under the age of consent, young girls who are so vulnerable, who are like figuring themselves out in society in general, like understanding like what they like in this world and what their hobbies are and who their friends are. And, you know, what, what your friends think about you is everything, which is also horrible about this because how many girls obviously feel like they can come forward and talk about this? They'll be called a bigot. They'll be, you know, smeared on social media because, you know, the great point that I've heard time and again is, Back in the day before social media, in my high school, like, you know, you'd be bullied by certain people throughout the high school day, but you'd be, then be able to go home and be like, oh, thank God, I don't have to be around that person anymore. And in case my bully was, her name's Shannon, she can fuck up, she's evil. Anyway, um, you know, but now that kids have social media, they, they go home from school and then they're bullied over Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, I mean, WhatsApp, Snapchat, all those apps. So you really can't escape your bully. So imagine staking, you know, standing up for against this absurdity, being like, I'm not comfortable with this at all. Why does a, a boy's confusion about their physical reality override my concern about being effing raped or abused or molested or looked at with a man with a boner? I, I, I just always envision that thing happening where you're in the changing room and even if this if this kid is, you know, gay and only likes dick, uh, who's to say that, like, biological, physical, internal things won't happen where he, he pops a freaking boner from seeing a vagina or t- a naked body? I, it's just so crazy to me that people aren't, you know, this principal isn't giving a damn about girls' feelings around this. Real feelings. Oh, God. I, can't, I just can't believe he had the audacity to say that. I don't think he's going to be at the, uh, 
a school board meeting because I've never been to a school board meeting first off. I, I, I don't know if principals are there. I think it's just the elected school board people that will be there. Um, I'm just excited to use my voice in person like this. I'm very thrilled. Um, I'm not going to lie, though. Like I said, I definitely was really anxious. And just like reading this article makes me so mad. It just gives me crazy anxiety because it's it's just... This should not be happening to young girls who are, like, this is the most vulnerable time. You're on your period, like, boys have no idea what the hell that is. Like, they'll never know. Oh, man. Anyway, let's see. Uh, This is crazy. So this is, I guess, that that mother still. Is it the mother? Yeah. Uh, what's also an option is to get changed out in the open, like with everyone else, no matter what body parts you have, Lauren told the principal. You could get almost fully stripped down, completely naked with a bunch of other people in the room who are also high schoolers and minors of the same age, just to be completely clear. He said, you could do that. I wouldn't want to do that. She said, but that's what we're looking at. The principal then later added that if, it, if they didn't like those options, they could go to the school board. <laughs> Bitch, I am. <clears throat> Excuse me. That solution is not going to come from my chair, not my pay grade. <laughs> these these evil mother effers are just doing this for the money. That's going to come from uh, da, 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 change like that. A gender separate locker room policy is a is big change. What kind of weird how they worded this? But there doesn't need to be any gender separate locker room policy. Boys' bodies stay in the boys' locker room. Girls' bodies stay in the girls' locker room. I don't give a flying F what you identify as, what fantasy land your mind lives in. Your physical reality body lives and remains and will forever remain in this reality. Why is that so hard to understand? Uh, Let's see. Is hope enough of a protection? The parents then brought up the Loudoun County incident again. Fortunately, we haven't had that issue, the principal uh, replied. Is that going to happen before we do something? Julie asked. The principal then gave an example of something run- someone running a red light saying, we don't know who's going to do what. What? <laughs> this guy is such an a-hole. What does that have to do with anything? Running a red light? Well, we don't know who's going to do what. This, he's, so, he's so complicit in knowing that a, boy, you know, a girl is going to be raped, molested, assaulted at the hands of a boy. He, don't give a, he doesn't care. He's either a pedophile himself or, um, you know, is a molester. Like, this is... Someone who's so complicit in this is... I don't trust the dude. I'm like, check this dude's hard drives. Seriously. No effing morals. I know, in Texas, I can't believe this. Apparently, I talked to my neighbor that this area is really a divisive um, area, which is, I don't know, you know, why that's necessarily happening. Uh, The woman I'm working with, who is a part of the... Let me check my email. I wanted to say it accurately. Uh, I hate using two browsers. I don't remember which one I have it under. She is part of the... Give me a second. There it is. She's part of the Williamson County Republican Women. Um, Round Rock District Lead, Moms for Liberty. Uh, which is awesome. Like, mega. Let me pull up that article again. Continue reading from it, even though it's unbelievably infuriating obviously uh so let's see let me continue on with this article um yeah the red light thing but you let's see this is lauren she says but you don't want to wait till it happens to be able to address the problem you want to figure out a way to be proactive have adults and staff oh i'm sorry this is two women julie and lauren not to confuse you 
Have adults and staff also been given the legal go-ahead to use the different genders as bathrooms, Julie asked. No one's asked, the principal replied. So with students, can uh, can they just go ahead and show up one day and say, I'm female today, and go in the locker room, or do they have to go? Principal's like, could they? Sure, he said. Uh, Julie said, are they allowed to? Principal says, that is what legal has provided me with? Yes. Oh, my God. This is just so wild. This is this this kills me again as well. The principal concludes he hopes nothing terrible happens in the free-for-all locker room environment. Quote, could we ever have a problem like you spoke about earlier, like the Loudoun County sexual assault? Obviously. Anything's possible. I hate that it would. I never thought our kids would follow Instagram or TikTok the way they do. Could that happen? Sure. I don't want it to. I hope it never does. I hope we've educated our kids enough at home to know how to behave appropriately and make right decisions, but kids are kids. I mean, this guy is, to me, this just screams that he knows that a young boy is going to misbehave because why would you be like, I don't know, you know, uh, you would start out the sentence with, with, you know, would hope that we've educated our kids enough at home to know how to behave appropriately and make right decisions, but the fact that he says, but kids are kids screams everything to me personally that this man knows that shit's going to go down because why would you say but kids are kids yeah you fucking know hormones are freaking raging in high school with boys like masturbating and fapping and wet dreams because they don't they don't know how to release it just all this wild hormones raging and like to sit it's just it's playing with fire Turning your head and being like, oh, it's, you know, I don't know. Well, let's hope is so foolish. And he knows that. It's so obvious to me that these people are being paid off by some nasty institutions or, you know, Martin Rothblatt or, or Pritzker or someone with a lot of money to be able to, you know, infiltrate a high school like this and change the ideas. Um, apparently there's this other woman who's working really hard to, like, uh, instill the language Latin X and just ridiculous bullshit. The woman I'm working with was like, this came on like a steam train in the past, you know, year. And I'm like, yeah, this ideology, this de- destructive evil is really infectious like that. And, you know, I think it's totally emotional manip- manipulation having you be like, oh, if I don't agree to these, you know, beliefs and cult evilness, then I'm going to be called a bigot or cast out of my cool club of tennis or, you know, you name it. You know, it's, it's, it's emotional manipulation, keeping people in fear, you know, do this, think this way. Otherwise you, you're not going to have a fun life. You don't, you want to have a fun life. Don't you, you don't want to make it uncomfortable. Now, do you, do you now huh? do the right thing, do the right thing, that crap. So not only that, but with this high school, Boys are able to room with girls on school trips. I just hate how deceptive all of this is because, you know, this whole this whole article, let's see. We found out for an upcoming out-of-town school trip next week, the biolog- I, uh, I hate say biological male student is listed as rooming with two other female students, Julie told this Texas scorecard. Dr. Presley assured me during this talk that an absence of policy for all such questions and also this issue of room assignments on, on overnight trips, the teacher principal holds a role, role of informing parents and hopefully making parent hopefully. There's that hopeful thing again. Hopefully? Really? People are just like, ah. it's like equivalent of someone leaning back in a chair with their hands up being like, I mean, I, <laughs> I'm not doing it. Someone, I'm hoping someone else will. Well, how about you man up, woman up, and be like, no, this is absurd. Absolutely not. I'm an adult. I know how young kids' minds are. 
Um, it just, you're opening the door for abuse. <sighs> anyway, um, let's see. Uh, hopefully making parents aware that a biological male might share a commonly assumed female only space, but commonly assumed female only space. Why? Why is that even a phrase? Commonly assumed female only space. Yeah. It's not even assumed. It's not common. It's just literally, it's like they're, it's like a way to like skate around the reality and truth of it, that this is. You're rooming a male with a female-only space with girls. <sighs> what? Uh, since we parents were not given a heads up regarding the changing room incident involving a biological male using an assumed... F I don't know why they, this person keeps wording like that. I don't... It's really weird. I irritating. Uh, this is a mom saying this. Uh, anyway... Male, biological male, using an assumed female-only space. I wanted to avoid additional assumptions and misunderstandings in the overnight sleeping arrangements. I request full transparency on how room occupancy is handled for biological males wishing to not room with other males. I'm like, you figure that shit out, all right? You don't need to place a male with girls and have the girls go, oh, oh my god. This is like total abuse of women's natural empathy and sympathy towards anything. Like, way to just manipulate women, as if I don't, I, I know what this shit is. By the way, this whole school board meeting tonight is going to be live streamed. Um, and also I'll, I'll record it from my phone and also get the live stream recording. And my neighbor told me that it's on television. So <laughs> I don't know what to wear, but I'm wearing my, uh, what does it say? Let me see. It's a play off that trendy shirt. That's cringe. It says anti-socialism social club. Maybe I'll wear that one. Um, I don't know. I'm like, are you supposed to get dressed up for this? No, you don't get dressed up. I'll wear my uh, business jacket, or maybe I'll just take off my jacket and just have the shirt, you know. You don't have to get dressed up for this stuff. This is kind of confusing, but, like, a teacher responded that kids sign up with other students they'd like to room with, guys with guys and girls with girls. However, a room assignment sheet shows a biological male student scheduled to room with females. The district has not provided any further answers to the parents on that matter. Wow. Real nice of them. You know what kills me about this is that, you know, this is all last minute and I was connected with this woman like this week. I don't know. I asked her, I was like, has this issue been brought up from the board before? And I don't think it has. She did mention um, the woman that I got, got connected with that's going to be there tonight. She did mention that she wanted it to be an, an agenda issue. And again, I'm so new, new to the school board stuff that I think an agenda issue is a main issue that is brought up by the school board because they open the, you know, comments up from the community uh, digital, I guess. I think it's over some like audio thing where they, you can like phone in or something. Um, and obviously they open comments to um, people that are local. And I'm like, well, why would I not go in person? Because, it, you know, obviously has more of an impact in person and. Yeah, you know, using my voice like this is going to be exciting. And um, yeah, fun fun stuff. <laughs> and a divisive world. I just can't believe this is going on in um, Round Rock. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to have to wear a mask. I'm pretty freaking sure. <laughs> but I've already said, you know, if this, if this comes down to, you know, me wearing a mask to speak up for women and girls, I guess in this instance, I will mainly call it girls because they're, you know, under the age of consent. Uh, I'd be happy to put on a mask, which is saying a lot because I am for pro-freedom and I like to have my God-given um, uh, born ability to breathe freely. And I don't do the mask thing. Uh, you know, it's been absolutely amazing here living in Texas. I haven't had to put it on once. Uh, I've been to the DMV and there's no mask. I don't have to put a mask on. 
I've been basically everywhere. And what was so horrible about, about that in California is you, you had to wear it pretty much everywhere. <laughs> you had to. I mean, you know, it comes down to really, is it some employee that's going to harass you, some teenage kid? It's usually that because they obviously are like angsty and they're telling an adult to do something and have them do it. It's got to be a big high. Anyway, um, you know, I, I, I'm obviously just pointing out here that it's a big deal for me personally to put a mask on and um, do something like this. But I, it's absolutely worth it to uh, I, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to cry tonight because it's this is so emotional and. I've been through instances where men are disgusting and creepy and you don't want that figure in your presence when, especially in a situation where it's a private changing room where you're, you're partially naked, fully naked. If you wanted to be like, this is absurd. And I've been, you know, there's been a couple of times I went to Colorado where I went into a locker room to go to the bathroom and I got uh, anxious. I got filled with anxiety because I'm like, yo, we're living in a world where I don't know. Who's to say that there won't be a boy who has, who's brazen and just doesn't give, doesn't give an F, feels like they have the right to make, you know, they, these people obviously get off on women and especially young girls, uh, you know, it's like the equivalent of a peeping Tom kind of a thing where they like show, not, I'm sorry, not a peeping Tom, uh, a flasher where they show you their private parts and the girls are like, ah, oh my, oh my God, you know, freak out mode. These men get off on that shit. This is what gets them off. This is why you, you've, people have come across instances of people, women, of males masturbating looking at you. They don't give a fuck. These people are disgusting. These people do not belong in spaces with women or girls. Girls! Young girls! Who some of them are probably mousy and they know that men are stronger and having a girl stand up to a, a boy like this is good luck, dude. Like, it's just, it's just so stupid. It's the dumbest thing. It, shit is going to go down. It's not a question of maybe or, eh, we hope not. It will. It will. You play with fire, you get boined. What do you think? What are you thinking? I'm not really good at my Yankee New York accent, but I try. Howdy doody. Enjoying the show? Join the rational revolution and unlock extra censored, top secret content that big tech finds to be too truthful. Head over to subscribestar.com forward slash distorted lens and choose a tier or donate directly through PayPal. Type in paypal.me forward slash LP foster kittens to donate directly with PayPal. Your donations help me to bring you the truths of the world each and every week. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Now, on to the show. So, um, let me go back to the uh, domestic terrorist thing. Uh, la, 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 la. Um, let's see. Breaking. House Republicans have obtained whistleblower documents showing that the FBI is using its counterterrorism division to investigate and add threat tags to parents. Contradicting Attorney General Garland's sworn testimony, Merrick Garland must resign. So this is the this was apparently a FBI whistleblower yesterday, excuse me, two days ago, November 16th, that posted these, you know, articles. Let's see. Attorney General Garland provided zero evidence that parents are engaging in credible threats or acts of violence. And yet he mobilized the FBI counterterrorism division to use counterterrorism tools for investigating, tracking and tagging freaking parents. So this is a House of Representatives letter 
Last month during your testimony, you testified that the Department of Justice and Federal Bureau of Investigation were not using federal counterterrorism tools to target concerned parents at local school board meetings. We are now in receipt of a protected disclosure from a department whistleblower showing that the FBI's counterterrorism division is compiling and categorizing threat assessments related to parents, including a document directing FBI personnel to use a specific, quote, threat tag, end quote, to track potential investigations. This new information calls into question the accuracy and completeness of your sworn testimony. I guess this is a, a letter to, it's not, not a guess, it is to uh, General Garland saying, on October 21st, 2021, you testify that the department and its components were not using counterterrorism statutes and resources to target concerned parents at school board meetings. Specifically, you testified that you could not, quote, imagine any circumstance in which the Patriot Act would be used in the circumstances of parents complaining about their children nor a circumstance where they would be labeled as domestic terrorists, end quote. You also testified, quote, I do not think that parents getting angry at school boards for whatever reason constitute domestic terrorism. It's not even a close question, end quote, from Garland. Later in the hearing, however, you were questioned about the department's press release touting the inclusion of the National Security Division, the departmental component responsible for enforcing federal terrorism laws, including the Patriot Act, in a task force you, next page, created to, quote, address the rising criminal conduct directed towards school personnel, end quote. <laughs> uh, by the way, I've seen videos of parents being instigated and fed bait to you know, react to someone going ballistic. It was a black woman, I believe, at a school board meeting, uh, just being really rude, telling a uh, veteran of wartime, being like, you didn't serve, just being, you know, purposely ballistic and insane and really insulting to have people take the bait. Like, this is an active thing. And uh, there was actually ABC or some news person there undercover filming all that shit ready for stuff good it's just so ridiculous the world around you is not as it seems at all let's see uh you appeared surprised to learn about the national security division's involvement in the task force but you avoided a direct answer to the question and offered no clarification or explanation for the national security division's role in the task force we have now received a disclosure from a department whistleblower calling into question the accuracy and completeness of your testimony. The whistleblower provided an FBI email dated from October 20th, the day before your testimony, and sent on behalf of the FBI's Assistant Director for the Counterterrorism Division and the Assistant Director for the Criminal Division. The email, which is enclosed, referenced your October 4th directive to the FBI to address school board threats and notified FBI personnel about a new, quote, threat tag, end quote, created by the counterterrorism and criminal divisions. The email directed FBI personnel to apply this new threat tag to all investigations and assessments of threats specifically directed against school board administrators, board members, teachers, and staff. Uh, the, art the email articulated the purpose of scoping this threat on a national level and providing an opportunity for comprehensive analysis of the threat picture for effective engagement with law enforcement partners at all levels. So this is so wild because, you know, <laughs> what was it in Loudoun County with that dad who had a daughter who was raped and molested by this trans... There's all this debate about if the person is a man pretending to be... or a boy pretending to be a woman or what, because people are like, oh, he was wearing a skirt. He, he never actually was trans. I'm like, yeah, okay, of course the trans community would make up this bullshit being like, oh, th that's not part of our group. No, he j that's just a guy that put on a skirt. You know, fuck off. At this point, um, it's ridiculous. Like, why would I just... No. I'm like, you know, if the boy is wearing a skirt, 
whatever. It just doesn't matter. I don't care what the fuck you call it. It's just get the fuck out. Yet again, another reason why I don't care what you identify yourself as. You don't belong in female spaces. You know, if this kid actually wasn't, you know, uh, trans or if it was non-binary or whatever the hell, there are no special categories that belong in a girl's vicinity of like a private space. I don't care what you call yourself. You have a male body. You do not belong there. That's not how this life goes. (sighs) Um, I don't know. All of this is so evil. How many, you know, principals and school staff members sweep all this crap under the rug are complicit in knowing that this is wrong. Um, whether or not, you know, they're being paid or, you know, provided an incentive because it's, I mean, even if they're not provided any sort of incentive, which I find very hard to believe, then these people are factually evil. There's this whole book called The New Underworld, New Underworld Order. Uh, I keep forgetting. Let's see. The New Underworld Order. I think that's correct. I just want to make sure. Yeah, it's called the New Underworld Order, and it talks about the Illuminati, you know, um, it's called the New Underworld Order, Triumph of Criminalism, the global hegemony of Masonic intelligence. So it's, you know, Freemasons and, uh, you know, which is Illuminati and how they are run by, fueled by Satan, Satanic stuff, occult stuff, sacrifices, rituals, you name it, where it's very explicit about, uh, I'm going to actually try to pull that up because I think it's um, pretty, I I feel like I talked about it before, but I'll bring it up real quick. Okay. Uh, this, the actual whole book is available at exopolitics.blogs.com forward slash files forward slash the new wonder world. Anyway, I'll try to put it in my show notes if I can remember to, but this is called why pedophilia is so commonplace at the highest levels. The reason that pedophilia is especially preferred as a weakness qualifying such a candidate for high office can only be explained in spiritual terms as follows. Jesus used violent language against those who corrupt, degrade, or harm little children. Uh, I'm trying to find my place here. Innocence in whom dwells the Holy Spirit. For, as he also taught us, the human person is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Specifically, Christ declared that whoso shall offend one of these little ones, which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged around, excuse me, about his neck, and that he were drowned in the depth of the sea, Matthew chapter 18, verse 6. And the reason that masonry is the key vehicle for Luciferian abominations is the little observed one that prior to the invention of the speculative masonry, masons were engaged in building temples, cathedrals made of stone, and unnecessary activity spiritually since the temple of the Holy Spirit is a human person. Given that this is what all who corrupt children and young people deserve, and given that the human person is a temple of the Holy Spirit, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you, Luke chapter 17, verse uh, 21, it follows that there can be nothing worse than to subvert and corrupt, offend, in Jesus' gentle speech, children. In Matthew chapter 12, verses 31 through 32, Jesus warns, Wherefore I say unto you, all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven unto men, but the blasphemy against the Holy Ghost shall not be forgiven unto men. And whosoever speaketh the word against the Son of Man, it shall forgive him, but whosoever speaketh against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven uh, him, neither in this world nor in the world to come. Since children in general are innocents in whom dwells the Holy Spirit, it is plainly the case that corruption of children in whatever form represents blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. And since Satan seeks through his seething powers to maximize the potential for confusion, destruction, and chaos, we need not be surprised at the prevalence and high incidence of pedophilia in high places, of which instances uh, could be cited applicable to both the United States and Britain. Those who corrupt children cannot be forgiven, and as they are not atheists, for even the devils tremble and be- believe that um, they know that they are lost, they have no hope. 
For most of the time, uh, these people are in denial about this desperate state of affairs, but at night or when they are alone or when confronted with exposure, they are all terrified. It has been specifically revealed by a defector from the Illuminati that these people are all unhappy and wish that they had never been sucked into this hellish world of Illuminati. A few may manage against all the odds to develop the strength of character to burst out from what binds them, but they can only do this through the repentance and faith in Jesus Christ. There is no other way. Those who have blasphemed against the Holy Spirit, knowing that they are on their way to perdition, seek, therefore, to take as many members of humanity down to hell with them as they can, on the ludicrous working assumption that they will be less lonely in the state of permanent torment that awaits them. They are not atheists, and since they are in this state, they remain obedient instruments of Lucifer, and do his bidding because they know they have no hope. It follows, finally, that it makes sense for Satan to entice as many ambitious people into the hell of pedophilia as possible, since the ranks of the Illuminati are thereby swelled, and implementation of Satan's lust for global hegemony is promoted accordingly. I found that to be very, um, you know, just very real. You know, I was born and raised Southern Baptist and Christianity, and maybe it's it's more real to me because um, even... I don't know. It's just the closer you get to God and I'm not talking about religion, but I'm talking about God and Jesus here, the more you can understand what evil is and how evil works. Um, so stuff like this and seeing how all these, again, schools are complicit in knowing that boys are going to rape or assault or molest or do bad things. It's, it makes sense that, you know, these people are really truly, uh, evil um, you know, don't have any God in their life, even remotely, because how can you? Um, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's just very apparent to me that this is absolute corruption of young, um, children. You know, people in high school are not adults and, you know, they, they it's just how, you know, predatory this whole trans stuff is with the, tra- you know, uh, what is it? Gender unicorn, gender bread man, how they, the, you know, the homosexual movement uses the rainbow for God's sake, uh, to lure in children because what what child doesn't love rainbowy colorful stuff? I mean, I did. That's why I got the unicorn and rainbow tattooed on my arm originally before all this shit went down and started. I mean, this was years ago before I knew about any of this because I it's a Lisa Frank um, piece of art and I used to love Lisa Frank in my elementary school and middle school and it was something that I've just, I noticed that I didn't really grow out of. I mean, I've just always loved the, her art style, the old art style, not the new one, because it looks like shit now. It's kind of like how all these art styles evolve into uh, just like a lot of the art style now with children is like really big eyes on stuff, which is obvious that, that there's a, an actual psychological thing that happens with people when you see big eyes on stuffed animals or art. People have this reaction of, oh, it's so cute. Uh, there's a documentary thing on Netflix called the toys that made us, which is actually really great. And I enjoyed it a lot, um, which explains how these toys came to be like Barbie, um, Hello Kitty. And there was a whole episode about Hello Kitty and I will never forget it. They explained why Hello Kitty's face, you know, the eyes and the mouth are placed how they are placed because they are specifically in a manner that emits a reaction out of a person that goes, Oh, like it's just, it's a thing. So, I mean, you know, there goes my tangent about kids toys and art nowadays just being like like those dolls i don't know what the name of all these things are like brats um is brats even still a thing is that cool anymore <laughs> or what are those uh demon high monster high <laughs> dolls um that my really old quote friend that i had in santa rosa was very uh demonic and liked a lot of occult stuff she bought like eight of those for her daughter just 
really dark woman, um, which makes sense because how she treated me, you know, if you have, if you start asking yourself, like, why do I have, why do I keep involving myself in people or friends that wind up being pieces of shit? I'm like, honestly, this is the best way I can put it is if you get right with God, I truly see those situations being eliminated. I'm not saying that like, uh, Christians who are misled and aren't walking correctly with God don't exist, but you know, I've been able to, to detect evil people or just people that I also have standards of, um, you know, if you speak to me in one way or you rub me the wrong way, I'm just going to cut it out. And I don't need to be friends with you. I mean, obviously there's variances and levels of that happening. Cause again, I've questioned my friendship with my ex friend now where she really got evil towards the end and started exhibiting really bizarre behavior. Like I felt like she was trapped and couldn't, it got more uncomfortable with me being me because she knows me. We were friends for how many years? Not that many compared to other friendships, but, um, you know, she knows that I'm like outspoken. And if there's some weird air going on in the room, I will nip it in the bud immediately. Um, and she's a coward when I did that once, um, actually a couple of times. She's, it's incredible to me, these weak people that could just get really uh, fearful and uncomfortable with someone being truthful and honest and like, hey, something's going on right now. Like, I feel weird energy from you. Like, what's going on? Time and again, she just got really uncomfortable. And towards the end, the conversations with her got really weird. And I could sense it. Like, you know, I, 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 I grow with a friend and you learn their mannerisms and how they act. And obviously, I can spot this stuff. I think I'm very intuitive in that way. I'm not always correct. But uh, it just was so, so weird. You know, it's, I just, I pray that she finds God and, um, comes around because I just feel like I think she got she lives in Berkeley so I think she just got more involved in dark energy stuff where um you know whether it's trans or inclusivity or whatever you want to call it it uh it starts weighing down on people and I think those people also distance themselves from truthful uh god-fearing people because well obviously those um ideas and morals or whatever morals as if these people are moral have any morals in them but these people kind of just don't match up together. Oil, oil and water, really. Uh, yeah. So I'm really trying to get my studio set up. There is like a million. And we, you know, we moved from a really tiny apartment, which, you know, half the stuff is like stuff that we don't maintain. If something breaks, we call our landlord or whatever. Now that we live in a home that we're still renting, um, there's just like so much more to do. Like I've been mowing the lawn and, you know, like taking care of the house and equipping the house with furniture which has been like kind of non-existent because people are so many people are moving here that I'll try to buy furniture on next door or Facebook marketplace and it'll be snatched up within like the hour. I, I kid you not. I've had this happen to me time and again. If you don't offer them money off the bat without seeing it, like through, uh, I don't know, people are using this payment called Zelle or something. I don't use it yet because apparently it's a connects to your bank account. And I'm like, Ugh. um, basically if you don't offer these people money up front, like immediately, they, you're not going to be able to get that piece of furniture. And I don't know. I like to see furniture half the time, or I, I prefer to, but apparently that's just not happening. Um, so, and obviously, if you guys don't know, you will know that when you buy furniture online, the delay is, is insane because thanks, Biden. Um, you know, like a bed frame will not ship until January or, you know, so much stuff is out of stock. I'm sure you guys have noticed that. My sister took her, it took her a year to get a new fridge. Um, I don't know if she, I don't think she was out of a fridge for a year, but you know, I've, I, every one of my family members, like my mom is saying there was a door she had to get replaced 
in the home and it took them like months to get that door and my husband had an issue with his car we had to get the door replaced and that took months his car was in the shop for months and just I've noticed businesses have also will tell you like oh yes we had this item in stock and then it winds up taking months they're not being honest because they don't want to lose a customer so I'm not really blaming businesses for that I don't think it's a great practice I, I would rather people be honest about it but at the same time I mean, I kind of get it. And I'm not saying that they're doing that on purpose by any means. It's just like they don't, I don't know, whatever. We just have had issues with that. So um, know that you're not alone in this world. You know, I'm, there's a lot of people that have been reaching out to me on my Instagram, which is I absolutely adore and love um, when you guys reach out. Um, apparently, you can find me on my new Instagram by just searching Distorted Lens, which is cool because it's just, it's not Distorted Lens anymore because that got banned. It's Distorted Lens 2.0. I think I have a 3.0, but I need to keep those going because, you know, people are have like, they're on like their eighth account and whatnot, which is interesting because Twitter makes it really difficult to get another account after like your second or after your third account, which was what happened with me. Um, so to bypass that, if you come to that instance where Twitter like automatically bans you, which it did to my third account, I couldn't even use it. Like as soon as I signed up, um, it banned me because, well, I had to verify the phone number. It gave me this thing of like, we've noticed suspicious activity. You must enter your phone number. So, of course, it's the old phone number, and it's obviously connected with the other accounts that have been banned. So that was, like, permanently banned. So to get around that, get a Google Voice number. Uh, use an email that you have never used with Twitter before. Um, don't use a username that is, like, similar at all to your other username. Um, I'm so paranoid that I'm, like, I don't even upload a photo initially of my uh, previous accounts that have, that have got banned because I don't know what kind of algorithm or uh, scanning mechanism they have that can detect like the same photo you're uploading. Therefore, they'll ban you again. I don't know. So that's the way to get around Twitter. Instagram, for some weird reason, is more lenient about, I guess, you're creating new accounts because people, like I said, created their eighth one, which is weird because Facebook, I don't know. It's just uh, whatever. It's just so funny also seeing the, uh... oh, wait, no. Let me get on with this. Let's see. Um, uh, there was another thing I wanted to mention about, where is it? Here we go. Uh, breaking. This was from the seventh. Is that today? Oh, yesterday. OSHA announces it will comply with the Fifth Circuit's court order. The agency says it has suspended implementation and enforcement of its vaccine mandate, which is huge news. So you guys that have jo that have jobs where um, you're being you were told that you have to get the jab. Um, I'm curious to hear that if you know because it's so weird. Like they'll impose or you know uh let's see i guess implement this or they'll suspend this of you know mandating the vaccines but then they'll like um you know pull that and be like never mind we're not mandating it i'm just curious if there's companies that are like no we're still mandating it because i don't know you know all this stuff is confusing i don't even know what power osha has over individual businesses i'm not entirely sure i have a really good friend that works for the national um uh wildlife department in a certain state and you know she's been she was being told to get the, you know, blood clot death shot. And she's like, absolutely not, not happening. It's just so many people are stressed about this. Just know that you're not alone. Um, keep fighting the fight. I will try to provide a link on my social media to this live stream. I'm sure I'll put it up on my Instagram anyway of the school board meeting tonight. Um, yeah, so you can reach out to me. You can support my work um, by becoming a monthly subscriber on my Subscribestar, which is subscribestar.com forward slash distorted lens. Or you can leave a one-time or repeated, like once a month. It doesn't matter. I'm not saying one-time only uh, PayPal donation, which is paypal.me forward slash 
uh, LP Foster Kittens. I would really appreciate it. And again, my shop is open for my, um, you know, embroidery pins and my enamel pin. This is skeptic on it, which I absolutely adore and was a labor of love. I love making it. I spent a good amount of money on that because pins, enamel pins are not cheap, even when you get them made in China, which I don't love doing that, but whatever, you know, I'm, I'm trying to not uh, buy stuff from China. I'm not, it just, if you can find ways to buy American brands, go out of your way and do that. I think really now is an important time to do that. Like we just bought to my pillows, like Mike Liddell runs that, and um, I'm very. I just feel really good about supporting a number one Christian man and number two a an American business, you know. And I've heard my pillows are really comfortable, and we got them today, and they're they seem comfortable. So um, I hope you guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving and holiday um, week. I really mean that. I, I hope you enjoy your family. If if you're not able to be with your family, I hope you can find some friends to enjoy Thanksgiving with. I've done that before and it's been wonderful. Actually last year when my husband and I believed the scandemic, we did, we spent Thanksgiving alone, which was still, you know, we made the best of it. Um, you know, I hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas or Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate. Um, I really hope that you find God and God blesses you. I mean, I know he will. I just hope that you find God and start talking to him and um, cause he always listens. He really does. And the closer you get to him, I think the more understanding you'll have of God and how he works and how to act and, you know, always meet people with love, never stoop down or go down to someone's level of anger. Like you'll never solve anything that way anyway. It just, it's not going to happen. Bitterness will eat you alive. Vengeance will eat you alive. Love first and love always. So God bless everyone. And I, um, I guess I'll talk to you next week at some point. Um, yeah, God bless you guys and girls, ladies and gents. Well, since I had zero time to upload this podcast yesterday, after I uh, went to the school board meeting, because I envisioned the meeting being, I don't know, not 10 hours long, which yes, it was actually 10 freaking hours long. It started at, I think, five o'clock and went until 2.30 or 3 a.m., it was so insane. They obviously, they pushed us back, the people, you know, public comments uh, to the very end, uh, which was obviously a plan of theirs to tire us out, have our phones die. I was freaking dying of thirst. They had the water fountains turned off in the school because of COVID scamdemic bullshit. Uh, I gotta stop cussing. Um, so it was just insane. The, the amount of time, it did just people would interject and be like, the people on the board were like, well, this is what I, I, you know, it was like a giant circle jerk, like virtue signaling out the ah wazoo, <laughs> got myself there, uh, of just, you know, patting themselves on the back, being like, thank you so much to the other people on the board. I'm like, why don't you just call each other up and have a conversation? Because what the F? It was just, it was grueling. My ass was falling asleep. Um, I don't know. It was also wonderful, though, because I, I got connected to a lot of amazing people that, we were just cracking jokes the whole time and talking about all this mess of trans ideology and, you know, vaccine mandates and just masking kids as child abuse, all sorts of stuff. So it's just so funny how the room was literally split with, uh, you know, people, you know, in the audience that I was sitting at the school board, obviously, of people that were masked and not masked. Not that anyone made us do that, but, you know, the right side was all these uh, rainbow colored haired, obese mask wearing people wearing tra like proud mama bear shirt with a trans flag on and a mask with a trans flag on it. And I'm like, these people just look like either demons or unbelievably unhealthy. Like they just are clearly, they need like, they need Jesus and serious help in a treadmill. They need Jesus in a treadmill. So, you know, 
took forever. Uh, I feel bad because, uh, you know, I told people that they could sign up to speak virtually, but they'd have to, you know, they didn't know. I didn't know that you had to wait 10 freaking hours until you got to speak. So Amy Souza is amazing. And she spoke from where she lives on the West coast. Um, she went to, she was at home and then went to work and then came back and, and spoke at the virtual meeting, which was amazing to see that. I was the first person called up for the public, you know, speaking peeps. And my, I had to turn my phone off cause it was dying. I didn't bring anything like no snacks. Like I'm a snack person. I, I always bring snacks wherever I go and I couldn't believe it didn't have any that one time where I really needed a snack. Anyway, well, we had one of our friends, so bad with names, I forgot her name. Uh, she went to a gas station to get some snacks at least. Thank God in heaven. I just couldn't believe they didn't provide water for us. It seems illegal. Like all the board members had Coca-Cola and water and coffee at their dispense, but we were like literally being starved, dying of thirst and de- deprived of sleep. And I'm like, man, if Jesus can go to the cross and endure all that madness, then I can certainly endure all this. Not compare myself to Jesus here, obviously, but you know, it was also interesting to see the school board members be truly evil and make up lies about another school board member um, literally like taking, reinterpreting what one of the members said, uh, and make up like what she said. She's like, uh, I really don't appreciate your comment saying that children are dispensable. And the woman had a rebuttal and she was like, don't put words in my mouth. I didn't say that, uh, which is great to see, you know, people stand up for not, you know, kowtow to these ideological a-holes, psychos. Really rude. Uh, anyway, so I was the first person to go up there, and my, I turned my phone on, and I was like, uh, nervous and tired and delirious, and my butt and my hips, I have hip issues if I sit for too long. So I was, uh, I forgot I had to press and hold the uh, turning phone button on for longer than, like, three seconds to turn it on. So I, I'm, like, waiting there, like, do you want us to come back to you? And I was like, yeah. So the first person to talk actually was, like, a trans, pro-trans kid or something. So I was the second person to speak, and I'm so thankful that I got to say everything that I've written down. I only skipped one paragraph because it was just it was uh, it was weirdly worded. And I here's the thing: a lady, one of the school board members, is in charge of the timer and puts up a you have 30 seconds card that I you know half of us are looking down at our phone or piece of paper and not looking up, and I didn't see that. So all of a sudden, I see that the corner of my eye that this yellow piece of paper says 30 seconds. And I'm like, I don't know how long that piece of paper has been held up for. So do I have 30 seconds or do I have 10 seconds? So I cut out the last paragraph. It wasn't like a crucial paragraph anyway. So that's why when I uh, said my speech, I said, oh, whatever. Because <laughs> I just was saying whatever to that paragraph. So it sounds weird probably if you were listening and you're like, what, what? Huh? Anyway, uh, it just felt really good to use my voice and um, in that way. And I think I'm a good public speaker when it comes down to uh, you know, knowing how to pause on words and, uh, emphasizing words or, you know, I don't know. I'm just, I think I'm good in that way. Uh, you know, so it it was just great. And I highly recommend, you know, you getting involved in your school board or your County, um, or, you know, the court of law, because the, they give you opportunities to use your voice and why not? Like, why would you wait around for, some school board official or someone who's already corrupt anyway to do anything about anything. Uh, I think there's so much power in your voice and you guys know I'm a big advocate of speaking out against injustices, um, and not being afraid of whatever. Speaking of being afraid, I've heard time and again of parents being afraid of this and that, or even, you know, teachers, you know, just living in a state of fear of being canceled or whatever. So therefore they'll just, uh, allow true evil to seep into their school and not do a damn thing about it. 
You know, I've heard. So that was in Round Rock, and that's not the school board district. Or uh, all these terms are so new to me. Forgive me. A lot of acronyms. Round Rock and IDS, I guess, Independent District, Independent District School or something, is not where I live. But you're still, I'm obviously still able to speak there. Anyone can speak there, actually, or, or virtually. Uh, so I'm getting, I'm going to get involved in the local school board, which is Leander, which is very also uh, split and divisive. Uh, because apparently it's in this pocket of Texas that is like next to Austin, but next to this town and next to that town. So it has a whole mix of things. And what they're fighting at their schools is basically the same thing. CRT, gender ideology, cult stuff. Um, But what's interesting is that what happened at uh, Cedar Park High School is like something that's very unheard of. But I mean, it's obvious that this could happen and is happening. That um, someone that I spoke to today at the Williamson County Republican meeting which i mean this has been like a crazy world one in 24 hours i i woke up at like 10 40 and the meeting's at 11 30 and i'm like oh my god i'm not gonna be able to make it woke up super late because I, I went to bed at like 4 30 it's insane I'm like oh my lord i can't believe that much kicked my butt i'm still recovering from that sickness and whatnot and um so i woke up late but i, I still you know threw on some makeup and clothing and went to the meeting which is wonderful because I got, I got connected with other uh, republicans and god-fearing people and i'm just really excited to get involved in the community and make real changes because there are people that are absolutely fighting this and i'm more than happy to join their forces uh so yeah so yeah oh that's what i was saying that one of the people there their nephew was talking to her and he was like oh yeah we have to go to you know whatever get to the locker room early and she was like oh do you have some sort of event to go to to this um son or not son excuse me nephew this young boy and apparently all the boys plan to get to the locker room early to quickly get changed and leave because there's a girl pretending to be a boy that goes to that locker room i'm like oh my god so it's just so interesting that obviously boys don't feel comfortable with a girl in their vicinity and my husband chimed in and was like uh, a lot of boys don't feel confident with their body that they're, you know, being naked in front of other boy classmates to number one. And then being, and I'm not saying fully naked, but I mean, who's to say you can't get naked? It's a freaking locker room. Um, and, and number two, being uh, in a state of undress in front of a girl. I mean, of course this is going to affect, which is great because it speaks a lot to the non-perversion of the schoolboys being like, oh, I don't want to be. I don't want to be around a, a, a girl my age. That's like half. That's just like, it's so obviously inappropriate. Um, and it's, it's really good to hear that boys that, you know, aren't uh, participating in that. Uh, so there's that. And uh, yeah, I'm just really excited to be activated in this community. Um, even though I get involved in one community event, I feel like I have no time to do other stuff. So I really, really apologize for this podcast being late. Uh, I think it's the first time I've had my podcast be late and have me upload it in the afternoon of Friday. I can't believe it's three o'clock. It feels like it's 11 a.m. My whole sleep schedule is so thrown off. Um, I apologize for it being late. I definitely, um, it's good that it's late because I get to give you the recap of the going to the school board meeting, of which I'll upload the video of me speaking at it, but I'm also going to include it in this. But uh, so what's so freaking hilarious, I spoke about the principal in that article that I read in this podcast episode. I kid you not, I go into the school because the school was super weirdly laid out. I didn't know where this conference room was for the school board meeting. And there's this guy, older man, gentleman who helped open the door and was like, can I help you? Look at me me like I'm a straggler. I'm like, yeah, do you know where the school board meeting room is? And he was like, oh, it's over here. By the way, I'm the school principal. I was like, what? Oh, 
Oh, I just froze. He kept talking about rambling about construction at the school, and this is where the entrance is, and blah, blah, blah. This door locks at night. I didn't really have time to interject and go, oh, you're just the man I want to talk to. Can you tell me why you're complicit in boys being in the girls' locker room? I, I just didn't know. There's a million things I wanted to tell this guy, but, you know, this this mother-effing a-hole, I'm, like, shaking hands with the, the, the enemy here. It was like, what are the odds? This school, I mean, there's a the school is huge, like, just it's it was just so funny to me i don't know i i wish i said something but i i was on the spot and i wasn't expecting it and good goodness gracious so what else to report on the school board meeting besides it being insanely long and draining um i don't know they definitely they had students speak out in the uh, in the beginning of the meeting because it was you know their school night but like i'm like what <laughs> my sleep matters too I, i'm not in school and enrolled but I still care about going to bed at a reasonable hour. What's funny is that they wind up tiring the school board member doing that. Uh, they wind up tiring themselves out, and some of them are getting really cranky and just, you know, reiterating it's 1.30 in the morning, you know, just... I don't even understand making big decisions at night like that anyway. Number one, when you are studying or reading something or uh, having a conversation with someone late at night or just at night in general... Your, your ability to retain that information is pretty much thrown out the window. So, like, I think it's incredibly irresponsible and foolish to sit there and speak until 2.30, which, by the way, the uh, public or the uh, whatever you call it, like me talking up and having my opinion for two minutes. By the way, it was two minutes instead of one. Um, w- once we got to speak, uh, the school board members still had to go on and ramble about what other agenda to, that was on the board. So I don't even know what time they were let out at. I mean, I'm like, these people are freaking insane, masochists. I'm like, this must be the most exciting day out of their month because I'm just so new to all this. Again, I didn't know school board members are like volunteer and I don't know where I was going with that. But um, yeah, uh, something about, I don't know. It was just, it was so wild. Now I know if you ever go to a school board meeting, expect it to go long. Not that it's going to go until 2.30 or 3 a.m. in the freaking morning to the next day. But bring a lot of water. Bring like a gallon of water, seriously. Uh, plenty of snacks. If it's running into your dinner time, which it probably is, uh, you know, just pack a lot of food, seriously. Um, yeah. So it was also interesting going down the hallways and seeing the indoctrination and just Snowflakeville. Like, you know, you know, they make like little, they have like bulletin boards behind a piece of plexiglass that are like uh pieces of art or like cut out pieces of letters and it was like you matter hey just being like you matter you're you belong here uh you know it's just so fake and like coddling of the children's mind and in american children that does no one any good um, you know, all this talk about hate speech. And I'm like, listen, bullies exist. You're not going to be able to remove hate from society. Uh, I'm obviously not advocating for bullies or, um, hateful things, but at the same time, I'm like, I kind of am like people need to be, people need to go against issues in their life and strife. And, um, cause it gives you a, 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 it gives you an opportunity to grow a backbone. It gives you an opportunity to maybe, maybe you are going through depression through that cause you have a bully or you hate yourself or whatever. But these are our moments that I really believe test you as a human and gives you the ability to go through that and figure yourself out. I mean, I went through anorexia for six years. I'm not going to sit there and blame other people for that. It's just something that happened. And, um, I got out of it. Thank the Lord. And, 
it made me a better person. And, um, I, I, I wouldn't change anything that's happened in my life. You know, I've had a, not a great family. I mean, I love my family, but you know, I was pretty much neglected, uh, in a lot of ways, emotionally and attention wise. And uh, listen, I'm fucking fine. Like that has made me a much stronger person. People that have had the most messed up families or lives are typically the people that are the most well-rounded down to earth, funny, um, just chill people that I want to hang around. Uh, you know, there's no art, no need for artificial anything because they've been through real issues that, I don't know, it just makes them a stronger person. It either makes or breaks you truly. And I'm like, I, I don't know what to tell you. Not everyone's going to be able to find God and heal themselves. So anyway, so I'm just going to stop talking because I really want to get this uh, podcast uploaded and I feel bad that I haven't yet. And I still need to upload the video of me talking. Um, thank you guys again for listening. And I again apologize profusely for this being late. Thank you so much for supporting my podcast. It would mean the world to me because I don't have a nine to five job. I, the money that I make is literally through my shop online and donations and my subscribe star. And I don't have like a, I'm not a Megan Murphy. I, I'm lucky if I get an order from my shop once a month, I haven't been getting donations through PayPal in probably six months. And nor was I ever getting like, uh, more than one donation a month anyway, um, so, you know, I would greatly appreciate it because, uh, you know, I'm, if you can't use your voice and your, where you live, you can at least contribute to my, what I do, because I really pride myself in, uh, using my voice to speak out for other women and girls around the country and the world that maybe don't have the confidence or ability to speak out against these, uh, this ideology really infecting and, um, infecting and affecting young girls and I'm here to put an end to that shit so God bless you all and I'll see you guys next time